South Dakotans, welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show, aiming to keep America, its citizens, and minds free. Now, here's your host, Daryl Root. Hello, and welcome to the Dakota Rustler Show. Thank you, Arabelle, for that introduction. As usual, for those listening on audio who can't see the opening or closing credits, I need to give my obligatory shout-out to Danheim, who provide all the background music for the show. Also want to give an extra shout-out to Buzzsprout.com and Odyssey.com, who provide the platforms for my audio and video websites. Buzzsprout then distributes the content to major podcast providers today's main for those on video today's picture is that of death valley national park in california the lowest point in the united states about 12 well 14 years ago i was at denali which is the highest point in the u.s and death valley is on my bucket list to see someday that way i will have seen the highest and lowest points in the u.s today's main topic do businesses have rights but before we get to that we need to do something that i call tidbits where i take information from the last week or so and make some quick comments on them Number one, the University of Michigan settles a $490 million lawsuit for sexual assault, included 1,050 claimants addressing mostly male athletes as victims, with $30 million set in reserve for any future claims up to July 31st of next year. Generally, you don't hear about males being victims of sexual assault, but it does happen perhaps more than what we would like to think. This lawsuit follows settlements at USC for $852 million involving 710 women over too many gynecological exams. A $510 million settlement at Michigan State, another place in Michigan, as well as others. In this particular case, the University of Michigan was based most on unnecessary rectal and testicular exams. So we've got some perverted doctors out there, yet everyone is supposed to trust doctors. You know, it's what they've been telling us all through COVID. Trust the science, trust the doctors. Well, no, there's far too many stories of perverted doctors. Excuse me while I silence the mic and call. Okay, apparently I didn't silence the mic. Anyway, excuse me. Doctors are no different than anyone else. They're looking out for their money. They're looking out for their sex self-interest, which may include sexual perversions. It's just wrong. No, I don't trust doctors the way people say you should. Number two... The U.S. and the Ukraine, as I stated in the last couple of episodes, the U.S. military-industrial complex is trying to stick us in yet another war because, heaven forbid, we have no enemy to fight right now, so to speak. Meanwhile, the government is talking sanctions against Russia before even any possible Russian invasion is taking place in the Ukraine, just because... 
Russia has a bunch of troops lined up on the Ukraine border does not mean they're going to invade. They're still in Russian territory. Some of them would even disrupt energy supplies, further driving up costs should these sanctions go through. Senator Kramer, and I'm not sure what state he's from, I didn't look it up, he said, quote, passing something is better than passing nothing, unquote. No, Senator Kramer, the opposite is almost always true when it comes to government, because government always does things half-assed. Passing something is not necessarily better than doing nothing. Number three, Amazon and big tech. A Senate bill is in the works to bar tech giants like Amazon from giving preferences to their own businesses on their own websites. Why? It's Amazon. They have their own products. They should be able to promote them. This is no well, I'll get to it later. Another bill would bar big tech from requiring customers to use the company's payment systems. Both of these bills are wrong. A company, almost always, should be allowed to do whatever it wants with few exceptions. No one is forced to use their websites, and few, if any, have their livelihood at stake on a particular website. If I have my own flooring store, which I did back in 08 through 2013, I should be allowed to push my own products and make rules for payments. And I did. You know, I had a particular set of products available. It was privately branded. You were allowed to stick your own name on it. And I also had other products, which were major brand names, Shaw, Armstrong. But the private brands, you could get cheaper, stick a regular price on it, and make a few more dollars on it. I should be allowed to do that. I should be able to allow to push my own products. So should Amazon and any other big tech store. Number four, sticking with Amazon. They will open their first ever apparel store and it will be in Los Angeles. Model items will be on the racks and by scanning a code, you can specify color, size, etc. You then enter a queue for your turn at the fitting room, and once you're in there, you never have to leave until you try it on everything you want. Just keep scanning stuff, and they'll keep bringing stuff to you. Algorithms will even suggest clothes to try. Sure, give up even more privacy to the digital world. That's the problem we have today. We keep giving up everything about our privacy to the digital world, and hackers out there steal that every opportunity they get. If you're a woman who is a little bit, dare I say, bigger than what you want to be, <laughs> sure, why not do this and let every hacker out there know just how fat you are? You know, forgive me, but you know, that's the way it is. Uh, number five, more big tech stories. Twitter sees a worldwide government request for demands to remove content further censoring what citizens everywhere can read and interpret using their own separate intelligence. And this period covered June, January to June of 21, which was last year. This includes U.S. requests. Ironically, the number of accounts has decreased, which would suggest that accounts are being targeted. If you have more requests but less accounts being attacked, 
they're probably targeting you for something over and over again, perhaps. And Twitter says the U.S. is responsible for 57% of the request. So here we are in a free country, and we're doing more requests to target content than any other country. This is wrong. I mean, there are some countries that just ban Twitter, like China. But let's face it, if you're going to allow it, you shouldn't be censoring it. People can make up their own minds on things. Let them. With that, we are going to take a break. Be back in about 50 seconds. If you enjoy grilling and cooking, Camp Bridger seasonings are for you. All four blends are salt-free and designed to enhance the flavor of food, not bury it. The popular four-pack can be purchased and shipped anywhere in the continental U.S. for around 33 bucks, depending on your state sales tax rate. Visit our sponsor's website at CampRidger.com for more information. Anything Dakota Rustler related can be found at dakotarustler.org. There, you will find links to audio and video versions of the latest episodes. You can also support the show through purchase of merchandise, donations, or sponsorship. Sponsors will be recognized on air and or the website. Thank you for listening. And now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back. As Arbel said in that promo, you can become a supporter or donate to the show. Anybody who donates at least $12.50, just a one-time payment of $12.50 or more. If you have a business, I will be more than happy to promote your company, your business, whatever you do, on the show itself, on my social media accounts, and on my website. So please consider a donation. You can go to my Facebook page and just message me with whatever you would like me to tell people. So let's get to the main topic. Do businesses have rights? And everything I'm about to say will be my own opinion. There's nothing that backs this up legally, nothing that opposes it legally. It's simply my own opinion. Do businesses have rights? Sole proprietorships in my mind, yes because they are taxed as individuals. They are an extension of the individual. Corporations do not, because they are taxed as a government-approved entity. They are not an extension of an individual person. They are generally owned by stockholders, so you have thousands of owners. Corporations also have separate liability rules. Their owners, be they executives or stockholders, generally speaking, cannot be held personally responsible for damages by the company, unlike what a sole proprietorship is subject to. If I have my own company and it's a sole proprietorship, which is the way I am set up with my flooring business, if I burn somebody's house down, my insurance will cover it, but if I don't have enough insurance to cover it, they can come after me personally. I mean, I have to have two million of insurance. The odds of me doing two million worth of damage is <laughs> slim and none. I mean, I mean, 
let's face it you know but I I can be held personally responsible in a corporation it's not set up that way that's why many one-person owners of a business file as an LLC a limited liability corporation it gives an individual the same protection as a regular corporation does it protects them from legal responsibility it does involve involve a lot of paperwork when I had my own store I operated as an LLC for a couple years the extra paperwork I decided wasn't worth it so I went back to being a sole proprietorship and let's move on a little side story before continuing a homeowner individual a homeowner a renter of an apartment they can exercise their right to let anyone in their home or not in their home they can discriminate because a person's male, female, black versus white, one leg versus two legs, green eyes versus blue eyes, any other stupid reason. If you don't want to let somebody in your home, you don't have to let somebody in your home. In fact, if they try to come in, you can pretty much shoot them for trespassing. Hence, a sole proprietor, being an individual, should be able to do the same with their business, especially if it is in their own home. Some sole proprietorships have run a business out of their home. Other ones have a separate store. But they're an individual. They're taxed as an individual. They should have individual rights that are guaranteed by the Constitution. You know, so if you're treated by the Constitution as an individual, you should have all rights that are granted by the Constitution. On the other hand, corporation not being an individual but a status granted by the government should not be able to discriminate they should be subject to whatever the government is subject to and the government supposedly is not to discriminate so they should not be allowed to discriminate so where am i headed with this concept well government mandated vaccines versus voluntary vaccines by businesses generally speaking Businesses should be left alone to make whatever policy they want, provided it does not involve violating an employee's body. Note I did not say medical decision. If a company is paying for health care, they can make the decision, but only if it does not violate a person's body. Forced vaccines and forced medications do. The individual should be able to say no. Payments and what's covered does not. If a company wants to deny payment for a certain medication, they should be allowed to deny payment for that certain medication because that does not violate a person's body. Again, the company gets to make all the decisions within reason. Vaccines and medications, as I said, they violate forcing those on somebody is a violation of their body. Forcing someone to get a vaccine or take certain medication is a violation the same as what a sexual violation is. And I'm pretty sure none of us want to enable businesses to sexually violate their employees. No one should have to face losing their job because they did not want their body violated. Note, I didn't say hired, but fired is okay. Or, I didn't say hired, but fired. It's wrong to fire somebody for not subjecting themselves to a, a violation. If a company wants to make that vaccine mandatory in order to be hired, again, I don't agree with it, but I'm okay with it because you were never hired in the first place. 
when they change the policy midstream, then all of a sudden they're playing with your life, you know, your livelihood. I'm also opposed to corporate-mandated random drug testing, barring situations where lives are literally at stake, such as airline pilots. If a plane goes down because somebody is smoking too much dope, doing heroin, alcoholic, deaths are pretty much all but guaranteed if a plane goes down. But what someone does outside a workplace otherwise, barring slander against the company, it's none of the company's business. If I'm a cashier at a Walmart and I'm doing drugs off the job, that's my own business. It's none of the business of Walmart. As long as I'm there doing my job and doing it you know, as required and I perform the work as required, it should be hands off. Only in situations where lives are literally at stake. As I said, pilots should a company have anything to say about what you do outside the workplace. So anyway, let's get back to the vaccines. Where does it stop? An employee is far likelier to cost the corporation money due to heart disease than from COVID. Should companies be allowed to mandate broccoli and cauliflower and ban sodas and chips? What about hamburgers and hot dogs and other things that are borderline? Hamburgers and hot dogs, yeah, I mean, they're red meats. You know, they have some nutritional value, but they also have junk value in them. You know, where do we draw the line? As I said, companies should not be allowed to have any say over what you do in your personal life. As long, you know, well, that's it. They shouldn't have any say. You know, as long as you show up, you do your job as required, that should be it. I will almost always support individual rights over any implied business rights. For that, I do not apologize. The Supreme Court should not have only denied employee vax mandates in large companies, but they also should have banned voluntary mandates. Any libertarian who supports voluntary vax mandates by a business is just wrong. It's the same as mandating voluntary sexual assault. The freedom to quit that job is not an excuse to allow it either. Non-libertarians often see us as the party of self-centered, I-don't-care-about-anyone-else idiots. I often tell people to quit if they don't like their job, but having their body violated should not be a part of that equation. Businesses should be allowed to do as they wish, but within reason. Compromise is sometimes a necessary evil. Two steps forward and one step back is still progress. One big step forward and one small step back is still progress. Libertarians don't always seem to understand that concept, and that's why we remain in the same place decade after decade. Sometimes we need to be a little less stubborn. You know, we need to pick our battles. Let's pick out the important ones that actually make a difference, and let's ignore the ones that don't make a difference. We're not going to gain as a party as long as we're seen as a bunch of brutes who don't care about individuals. So no, businesses should not be allowed to put in voluntary mandates. However, that's just my opinion. Yeah, what can I say? You can agree or disagree. Anyway, you know the motto, question your authority, always be free. Class dismissed.
Thank you for listening to The Dakota Rustler Show, a production of D.L. Root. All rights reserved by D.L. Root, Buzzsprout.com, and their shared partners. Unauthorized use is prohibited. This show is sponsored by Camp Bridger Seasonings. Visit our sponsor's website at CampBridger.com for more information.